2: Recorded live.
3: Hello, hello. Is anyone here?
4: We are about ten minutes early, so if you're listening to this recording on the website, you may want to check back in about ten minutes. Fast forward, I guess, since you will have the capability of doing that. Since you are in the future. I'm just going to jam out until somebody else joins the party. There's a place I go, but no
3: one knows, it's a place it's not what I'm in, it's a place I'm in, it's a how far? Everybody got to everybody got the wing. We just kept it what is nothing round the day? Mm-hmm. your, 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 your you can tell each other's things. remember, I don't know. I can set my intention. I
4: intend to have fun. I intend to be open to inspiration. I intend to listen. I intend to be a conduit for the universe. I intend to connect. I intend to see everyone else on the call as my mirror and to receive whatever they have to offer. I intend to be relaxed and easy.
3: Again, I intend to have fun. You're the wind, I So I say, I hate when you're away, I guilt you so you stay, cause you know it's nothing me <laughs> is anybody else here or am I still alone Thank mm-hmm. you. Hello, hello, just checking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello. 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 Is that Mark?
2: Yeah. Hey, Carla.
4: How you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you? Good.
4: I'm good. Very good. All right. I think it's just the two of us so far. Isabel said she was going to join.
2: Okay. Okay. Oh, um, what's
4: happening? Oh, what's up?
2: Can you, can you hear me okay?
4: Yeah, you're good.
2: Okay, good. Always.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I'm, now I'm trying. I just got a new phone, Samsung S8, and I'm trying the headphones that came with it. So. Oh,
4: nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been using. It's just the earbuds. It's easiest. It
2: seems. Yeah. And it, it comes out good, so I, I don't know if yeah. I'll to the earbuds.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Whatever What's feels good.
2: Yeah. Oh,
4: Goodness, um, I am near the end of my long weekend to myself. So after this call, the boys are going to be dropped off. So
3: uh-huh.
4: I'm I'm setting intentions to smooth that transition because I've had a lot of free time and just quiet. And so yeah, it's it's always an adjustment going back. I can
2: imagine that,
4: that. <laughs> but it'll be good. I'm excited. So it's it's good practice. It's like on that live call yesterday when Isabel asked about her mom. They were talking about you know just looking just observing her as a tornado. They're my little tornadoes. (laughs) Yeah, good practice at detaching from the
2: emotions of the situation. Yeah, very good. You know, I was going to say I was going to mention, but I don't know. You know, um, about even calling her a tornado if that's the best Uh, idea. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
3: I
2: like I like what you said also um, about your mom is you know a mirror to you but also Mm. you know maybe a set set you know set an intention to try to think of the positive aspects and focus Mm -hmm. on those because if you're calling her a tornado then she's going to be a
1: tornado you know what i mean
4: sure i think what they like uh yeah i see what you mean because i i don't know i guess i grew up in kansas so i don't really have Tornadoes are just a thing that happen. Oh, you know, like yeah, I don't have to necessarily okay. have negative connotations with towards them, but yeah. in the sense that they were talking about it, they were talking about approaching it like a storm chaser would. Somebody who has interest in tornadoes, who's curious, yeah. who's kind of fascinated by them. So but yeah, yeah, I understand how different people have different connotations that are attached to the word tornado.
3: So yeah, yeah. I'm always a, okay. I'm always
4: all for finding like better feeling, like whatever words Works for you, but you're totally right in focusing on the things like that's
2: a good yeah. reminder
4: to focus on the things that are fun, you know,
2: and yeah, things that yeah. I love
4: about spending time with them and all of that, and then it grows.
2: Because that's what I had to do with my mom. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I totally had to do that with my mom. Yeah, um, are you guys
3: close? Yeah.
2: Is she? Um, we we used to be. She's bipolar and. Mm. <laughs> And oh, she got right. off her meds and off, on and off her meds. And so I've had my moments. With, you know, we're we're pretty good. Like, it used to be, we're okay. We're, you know, we used yeah. to be way worse. But, you know, but, yeah, so, but back when yeah. I was talking to her a lot, she used to, you know, moms can annoy you. And I had to change my <laughs> yeah. expectation and my definition of mom. Like, okay, she's going right. to annoy me now. And I had to, you know, work on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah.
4: Um. Real quick, I saw somebody else join the call. Is somebody else here?
2: Oh. Um, this
0: oh. is Tammy.
4: I'm here. Oh, hey Tammy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. We have Mark on the call too. Mark on the roundtable. Hi. Yeah, nice so to we meet were you. Talk- <laughs> we were talking about mommy issues. I don't know when you came in. <laughs> <laughs> I've <haven't laughs> yeah, been here I got one, and I am
0: one. And yeah. And- both <laughs> yeah, no sides, huh?
4: Um, who else just joined? I see Florida Panhandle is on the call.
1: Oh, that's, that's else? me. This is Eric. Sorry. Oh, oh
4: okay. <laughs> hey, Eric, how are you? I'm
1: doing well. I'm not in the Panhandle anymore. and I'm in Atlanta, but that is my number.
4: Oh, oh okay. Oh. <laughs> um, well, cool, Tammy. Uh, Tammy, you're in Georgia, aren't you? Or that's I what am. your name on here is. Cool. Yeah. So, Tammy and Eric, have you guys ever connected at all? I don't know
3: you both. Yeah. Okay. Nope. What part of Georgia? Yeah.
4: South. Southeast. Hmm.
1: Nope. I've never. I never go there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh,
4: I just. <laughs> I just meant like in Joshua Land. Like, have you? Have you guys? Oh, heard gotcha. Of it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm sure you've connected in the non physical probably because <laughs> we all yeah. have. <laughs> um, but yeah. So. Everybody in here, I saw, Tammy, you just joined, um, is in the Friends of Joshua page or group? I am. What a That's cool. Um, it's a fun place in there. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I mean, I think, Eric, is this your first time on one of these calls? Yes, it is. Okay. And, Tammy, you've been on before, haven't you? Once,
0: just once, yes.
4: Yeah, and Marquez. I mean, we usually yeah. just kind of... I don't know, go with the flow of the conversation and see what comes up and just talk about, you know, Joshua's teachings and these new approaches to life. Um, I love the idea of setting intentions. It's something that's been working really well for me. So before you guys were on here, I set some of my intentions just to, like, have fun with this and be easy Mm -hmm. and be authentic and be a conduit for the universe and listen and learn and connect. So those are some of my intentions. Do we want to – would you guys be – there's no obligation but go around and everybody just like set some intentions for this call whatever you want to get out of it
2: yeah sure
4: mark you want to go first
2: yeah i like yours um uh, uh, yeah i'll set intentions to to have fun to listen to learn to be curious to have more fun (laughs) and then and then even have more fun
3: yeah
0: i like (laughs) it good stuff tammy how about you Okay, I'll set my intention to uh, connect with people today because mm-hmm. I just feel like this is a good way to make new friends. So mm. That'll be it. Yeah, cool. All right. I like it. What about you, Eric?
1: I'm, I'm kind of there as well. My My biggest thing is always just kind of – I know this isn't really like face-to-face, but it's closer than Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. actually communicate, you know, and, and a little sure. more, you know, personable side. I, I like to kind of connect with people that are following these ideas. Yeah,
4: mm. I get that too. Um, and it does feel more personal, actually hearing somebody's voice and hearing tone, because <laughs> that doesn't always come oh, across yeah. context, like on, you know, in chatting and interacting online and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I've been sort of practicing – For a while now, especially while I was in the one-on-one, just talking to people that I didn't know. Well, I just really like talking. Mm -hmm. But just talking about this kind of stuff. And it has, I mean, in sharing what I believe, it's helped me refine my beliefs. So I think there's a lot of value in people with similar Mm -hmm. mindsets or exploring similar things coming together and sort of talking about what we're learning. And Joshua said a bunch of times, the best way to learn something is through teaching. And I think that talking about things can be a way of doing that. So that's
3: Mm -hmm. what I like about this. Um, Really good.
4: So one of the themes that's been coming up a lot lately is this theme of authenticity. Um, How do do you guys feel about that? Like Mark and I have kind of had a chance to share our story. Like Tammy or Eric, do you guys feel like you're being your authentic selves? Like to what degree do you feel like you're able to practice that in your real life?
1: I'm gonna let you go Tammy for a moment. I'm gonna get quiet for a second while I set my phone up on Bluetooth and get my truck and get on the road.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'll say that's an issue I work on. Uh, mm. I, I, um, well, my, my whole life changed. I retired, and I, I probably need to go back to work. And I'm trying to develop a profession, a new career, and um, you know, and that's art and the law of attraction and things like that. So I just don't wanna work for anybody anymore.
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm. Being
0: authentic I think is, is it's a struggle for me because I worked for someone for so long and I'm used to people yeah. telling me what to do and you know, I and I keep hearing that message like make up your own mind, make your own decisions, don't follow yeah. people being mm-hmm. authentic. Uh oh, I feel like I really needed to work on that, um mm-hmm. a lot, you know, because because I didn't make authentic decisions in my life. Um mm-hmm. and and the reason the reason I say that as a mother you just have to put your children first or you have to
3: feed your right. family
0: and you have to make decisions based on what's best for you at the time. But yeah now I have a whole new set of rules to live by. I don't really have any, that's it. Right. That's good. Uh, yeah. I mean it is good. My mother passed away and I heard you talking about your mother. So mm-hmm. I was kind of a caregiver for her and uh I've just been tied down my whole life and now I'm free and it's like, Oh my goodness, what do I do? <laughs> yeah.
4: is, do,
0: it I do yeah. Actually, is it ever
4: overwhelming?
0: Yeah.
3: Is it overwhelming? Or are you having fun? Like,
0: yeah. I have oh, I have a lot of fun. I mean
4: I Yeah, I, I can fun. I bet.
0: I I mean, I I kayak, I travel, you know, I do things, but there's still some limitations to what I can do. And I'd like Mm. to earn more money, but, you know, I think, there again, I think I hold back a little bit and don't really do what I need to do. I know what I want to do, sort of, but I still, you know, like I'm a healer and I haven't really healed anyone. (laughs) I mean, I've been through some classes and, Reiki and things like that, and that's what I'm oh, wow. I'm wondering if people think I'm weird, I yeah, know. yeah. And then my art, <laughs> I have, I have uh, even issues with that and authenticity because so I, well, for instance, this weekend I did I displayed some art, which was the first time I've ever done it, and wow. um, one of the guys was like, Oh, these are Tammy's drug dates. <laughs> 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 <was kind> <laughs> That's what one of the people said because they're like a visionary or out there, or wild looking, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I don't, I don't know how people will take it, but that's how it is. So yeah,
4: that's yeah. the attitude to have about it. Like you don't know how people will take it, but that's how it
0: is because that's oh, sure. your expression of yourself. Yeah, that's.
4: I mean, most of my
0: feedback is great, and like people went yeah. straight for, people went straight for my art and looked at mm. it, you know, and they oh, were wow. like. The kids, I was out of college, and the kids were just, I was watching them, and it, this was an art fest, so I've just never, uh-huh. I've never displayed my art, and now I've, you know, I've really been committed, like, making art every day. Wow. And that's another struggle, is to actually get up and work when you don't have to. Right. I mean, I don't right. have to work. I get a tech every month, but I just. I need to get more disciplined again, self-disciplined. And then when I make art, I really want to be extremely colorful and flamboyant. And But what do I do with it? Is someone going to buy it? Or, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. what to do next. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I would say, not that you're asking my
4: opinion, but like the next – because I find myself in a in a similar, like, place where, I mean – I'm not retired, but I am transitioning to working from home, so I'm dealing with that, too. And the next step one, this idea of, like, just focusing on making the thing, like, focusing on the thing that's fun for me, the making of the thing. Like, for you, it's making art, and that's the part that's fun. And when I find myself getting wrapped up in the, like, in trying to figure out what step two is or step 50, then that makes the making of the thing less fun for me. Or I just don't even mm-hmm. do it because I'm so – Focus now on well, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I don't even do the thing that I want to do right now. Yeah, um,
2: that's really good. Yeah, I can I can relate to what you're saying, Tammy, too, because I you know I, <clears throat> well I'm I'm a life coach and I, I do my own thing, and I've also I've also done music before, so I understand about you know your art putting it out there and what do you do, but yeah, but what what Kyla said is really helpful because. <clears throat> That's what I have to remind myself, and also remind yourself that the way will be shown. With the next step, the next step mm. will be shown to you as you relax and have fun and and stay in step one. I guess right?
0: Yeah, I really. I and mean, I have to remind
2: myself that I have to remind mm. myself. I
0: heard that. y'all. Oh, I heard yeah. y'all saying that a lot. I really needed to hear that. Step one. It's like um, you're. Well, I have so many things I want to do, but mm. overwhelming that I, when you're uh when you're self-employed you have so many things to do you got a thousand things you need to do right. so which one do you need to do now yeah <laughs> and, but oh, yeah. which one is important like okay if i if i go here and this is what i want to do today is and this is the most fun thing it seemed to be a lot easier when i was working to mm. um just kind of go with the flow somebody else was saying go here and go there and um or you know my job dictated where I went right but now right <laughs> i th-
4: I think that that feeling of ease is still possible, and I get in the flow and out of the flow with it, but mm-hmm. I look at sort of the universe as my i wouldn't call it a boss but my sort of employer or mm-hmm. the person that's handing me the things to do, you know, so mm-hmm. I there just I focus on doing whatever job i whatever task if I want to call it that is the most thing in each moment, and then the next thing that needs my attention will pop up and grab my attention when I'm supposed to be doing that thing, if that makes any sense. And so I go back and forth. I oscillate a lot between operating from that approach where everything does feel easy and the next task or whatever my next inspiration is, my attention just automatically shifts to that because I'm open and in receptive mode and like allowing myself to be just taken down the stream. Um, Mm. But then there are times like when I think, how do I make this happen? You know, what do I need to do next? And I I don't know. I keep just trying to be, like be in that feeling yeah. good place and then and then be open to inspiration and push past fears that come up.
3: Yeah. That's
0: a good idea. <clears throat> yeah,
2: yeah, because, uh, I mean, there's, we have, well, at least for me, I have an anxiety when, you know, when you know what you're doing and you, you, you have a project in front of you and you, you're just doing it, or someone's mm-hmm. telling you what to do. That's one thing. But when you're not sure what the next thing to do is, there's a there, there's a potential of, of anxiety with that. Like, oh okay, I don't know mm-hmm. what to do today. Right? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the and then that's a manifestational event. So how do you deal with mm-hmm. that anxiety? What do you do? What are the fears? And then I mean I'm doing, I'm definitely going through that right now. And then just to keep reminding myself, keep reminding ourselves that okay. <laughs> it's okay, mm-hmm. I don't have to go past step one, and it's okay not to know, and like you said, Kyla, yeah. the universe, the universe is guiding us, and we if we just relax into it in ease, huh
4: yeah, I think Astrid has asked Joshua about that, um uh, mm-hmm. just not knowing what to do, what next, you know, and what they've said is keep doing nothing until you know what to do, you know? So like if, if honestly, I mean, if you get quiet and like listen to your inner self and observe your thoughts, and if literally nothing pops into your head, no even seed of an idea pops into your head, then do do nothing. nothing. Sit and stare until something does come. Even (laughs) if the thing that comes is watch TV, then go and sit down and watch TV and the thing about the universe, the thing that I'm finding is that it has a way of getting us what we need no matter what we're doing. They've been yeah. telling Wendy that she can get everything she needs out of real estate, even though it's not her passion, if she chose to look at it as a passion. And so I saw an example of that yesterday after the live call last night. I'm a doer. I like doing things. I like creating things. And I received the inspiration to watch Netflix. And so I ignored it. And this has even happened to me before where I got exactly what I needed out of Netflix even knowing that that was possible, I ignored it again, but then watched it and everything in the show that I was watching, it was like somebody had made this show just for me. And it wasn't (laughs) anything like overtly profound. I was watching Chelsea Handler, but that there are just so many things in who she is that are part of what I'm exploring right now that, Mm -hmm. you know, I just like listened to the inspiration to get on Netflix. I didn't, I don't know. I was in the same sort of space where I had all these different things that I wanted to do and I didn't know which to do first. And then Netflix was what popped in my head, and it ended Helpful. up being really beneficial, like changing right beliefs. On. So, so there's no wrong thing to do. Yeah, she is. She is, she is. man, and she's Christy. she's fucking authentic. Yeah, no, she is. Totally
2: authentic. Um,
4: yeah.
1: So, this is a good definition so guess, of that, I agree. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, I guess my point in that is, like, I know that feeling of overwhelm, and especially once you start noticing and like paying attention to inspiration a lot of it comes all day long and there's no way to act on all of it and so you don't have to act on all of it you don't have to act on any of it but like acting on it is what opens up the door for the next step one is what i'm finding i don't know so eric what's your deal with authenticity how do you feel about it
1: well it's i come from a very different perspective or came from a different background Uh, Mm. a couple years ago i got out of the military and i have been in for 20 years.
3: Oh, wow. And oh, in the wow. military,
1: it's all about being inauthentic. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> you, you can't be you. You absolutely can't. You have to fit. I mean, obviously, there's a mold to fit. And, right. Uh, so for 20 years, I was slightly out of place. Mm-hmm. But it was the mm-hmm. right place for me to be, and I knew that. And right. there were a lot of reasons why I was there, and a lot of people that I helped while I was there. You know, so I I saw the role of it, but yeah. seeing that seeing that place, you know, just a military mindset and things like that, and government and all that kind of stuff, it's 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 all show. <laughs> Everything mm. is, yeah. And uh, but you mentioned, uh, I think Tammy mentioned earlier. You were talking about you know when when you're not having that thing set in front of you to do, and I think about how uh. so much how we're we're conditioned for that from day one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, our parents are telling us stuff to do. Our schools are telling us what yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. You know, the college job. is telling you what classes to take. Your job is telling mm-hmm. you what, what roles to start preparing for. You know what I mean? Like everything mm-hmm. yeah. really... It is... There's a lot of anxiety around not knowing what to do next because we're just not used to that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we much we haven't exercised that muscle. No, not at all. Being authentic yeah. is not really... Um, I want to say it's frowned upon, whatever the opposite of that would
4: be. It's Mm. not encouraged at all. Mm. Hey, can you guys hold on one
1: second? I'll be right back, okay?
4: Okay, cool. We talk about things like
1: art and creative, that's that's the one area where it kind of comes out, you know?
4: Right. Do you see, I, maybe just because I'm looking for it, because I'm focused on authenticity as a way of life for myself, but I'm seeing more and more expressions of it all the time, especially with the internet, you know, like, and YouTube, that's, I mean maybe not all of that is authenticity, but it is people sort of putting themselves right. out there in a way that is different from what's been done before. And so I appreciate oh, absolutely. that. But
1: I of yeah, agree that it's it's changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. It it's not really the norm yet, you know.
4: Right. So how long have you no, been out of the military then? Yeah.
1: I've been out for a couple of years. Um almost almost three years, and I've been kind of floating around from job to job mm-hmm. and I've been following the breadcrumbs, the synchronicities that get me to the next job, um, mm-hmm. kind of had a plan and it completely fell through and that was okay. Uh, you know, so I've just, but in the last couple of years, is really not okay. being in that role has given me the opportunity to start really, really exploring. And I'm right. in an area where there's a lot of, there's a lot of groups that I can meet and a lot more people that I can catch up with and, you know, that I can explore these kind of topics. And there was no real outlet for that for a long time.
3: So
4: that's a question I have. I mean, probably when you went into the military, how fully developed was your sense of self? Like, was it, while you were in there, was it like you knew who this authentic version of you was, but you had to squash it down? Or did you just come out kind of starting fresh, trying to figure out who you are? instead of just
1: bursting forth and being like, finally, I can be me. I think I, I kind me. of went in with it. I, I went in mm. with a, a fairly decent sense of self. I mean, mm-hmm. consider the fact that I'm I'm a completely non-military-minded person. I remember right. when I first got in. It took me, just to give you a weird example, since, you know, you touch on all kinds of spirituality and stuff like that. When you join the military, you have to take a, an oath of enlistment where you you say, you know, I'll do what you say, so help me God. Mm. And that line actually bothered me Mm -hmm. because I was spiritual and never really very religious my entire life Mm -hmm. before that became a term that most people understood. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like the idea that, you know, that I was taking an oath to essentially the Christian God.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I had qualms with that. I had issue with that. Until mm-hmm. it took me time to really sit with it and realize that I'm the one who's saying it, so it's God mm-hmm. in my understanding. Yeah. You know, it's, wow. it's that kind of, and I right. realized that I was stepping into an, an arena where, I mean, really when it comes down to it, the military's job is essentially to kill people, which is not my job. Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> and I don't
1: resonate with that at all. I just yeah. knew that, that it was a place for me to be. So yes. I knew from, like, day one that I didn't quite,
3: I wasn't, I wasn't
1: fitting the mold at all, even though right. I did really well. But Yeah.
4: That's a powerful so, awareness to have that early on. I mean, when you were talking about realizing it, that since it was you saying it, you could choose your perspective on what definition of God, what that was yes. to you. That's, that's pretty incredible.
1: There's a lot that, you know, when, when I came across the, the, the Joshua podcast, Freaking awesome, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like seeing all these things that you've already known for years. Yeah. And just finally kind of, you know, you're hearing it. He, re- he talks, I know Gary mentions a lot the, um, the series Conversations with God.
3: Uh huh.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, I read those years ago, right around, you know, I mean, a good over 20 years ago when I first started reading some of those. And that yeah. taught me back then that I literally could have my own conversation with God that I didn't really <laughs> have to go through anybody and right so yeah for years i've always i kind of had that awareness but it's it's in the last few years especially you know now that i've kind of explored it more and grown into it a little bit i've started to understand that it's not it doesn't have to be just like the all powerful god or just your higher self But there's a lot of personality in between. Yeah, that's what I've kind of started to realize. You know, people talk to past loved ones, people talk to angels, people talk to people talk to God, Mm -hmm. people talk to
3: Mm -hmm. Jesus,
1: ascended masters, and it's like they're all. It's all possible. Right, and that's been interesting to me to kind of open that door to. You know, it's not all just the ideas that are in my head. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Really good. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
2: I have a question for you, for you, Kyla, because um, so Eric and Tammy, I mean, I, maybe I'm not sure if you heard, but when we were on the cruise, Kyla mentioned that you had an experience, and and I haven't talked to you that much about that experience that you had since then. So I'm just wondering right. if you want to share that, and then how it how it's been for you on your in your day to day life at home.
4: Yeah. So I stumble every time somebody asks me about it, which is funny because talking to wow. is like the easiest thing for me. But so yeah. on that cruise, I was, it was like the peak of being unapologetically me. That's the thing that I've been exploring forever. And I was in this place where I felt 100% accepted. And even better than that, I didn't care whether or not I was accepted. Um, and so I got to just, and I was with all these people that I loved and with all these new people that I'd met. And so I was just vibing really high. And there was this one night where right before dinner, I went back to my room. And I mean, i would realized before loosely that I was communicating with my inner self or, you know, that I was receiving guidance in certain ways. But for the first time, I was in the bathroom, and I looked in the mirror, and it felt like a presence outside of myself. Like I was looking at I mean, I was looking at me in the mirror, but it was more than me. And it just turned into this conversation. And I don't even remember all the details of it now because I was just, I don't know, stunned. Um, But so it was this long conversation. And then I went down to dinner. So in it, I asked, like, one of the first things I asked was, who is this? And they said Charlemagne. And so I was like, oh, it's Charlemagne. Kimberly Charlemagne. I'm just accessing Charlemagne. And then... It's been since then just this series of downloads that are, I don't know. It's not like, it's not as clearly defined as that moment where I was looking in the mirror and I was having this conversation. It wasn't as clearly defined as like Gary calling in Joshua. For me, it feels maybe similar to what you're experiencing, Eric, but just like it's part of me. It's integrated. And sometimes I allow the information through and sometimes I don't. So, I'm usually mostly. I feel like. I feel like I'm in tune, especially ninety percent of the time when I'm in a conversation like this. Um, Yeah. And so, but there are times when I realized afterwards that I had shut off the flow because I sank below the emotional line or scale, you know, below neutral. Mm -hmm. And so, what I'm doing now is just practicing and being aware of it, and going into conversations with the intention to be a conduit for the universe mm-hmm. and just allow whatever to flow through me. And it doesn't matter to me necessarily. What I received later on was that Charlemagne, I asked for a name, so they just gave me a name, but it's me, not that it's Kyla, the human who's bringing forth this knowledge. I'm it's Kyla, the human that's right. a conduit, but whoever my inner self is, this is, Mm-hmm. that unique expression of those universal truths that everybody has access to. And this is just my version of it. And Joshua is Gary's version of it. And Abraham is mm-hmm. Esther's version of it. And everybody can have as many <laughs> versions of it as they want. I don't know. So that's Very
3: good, right there. I don't know. Oh, cool.
1: <laughs> I fully um, understand. Good.
3: <laughs> good.
4: Because sometimes I feel like I'm crazy. <laughs> no. Not
2: at all. Well, in the. And, 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 yeah. Go ahead.
1: In the. Friends with Joshua Page, I, I put a link in there because I wrote a small book
3: mm, two years right. ago, two
1: summers ago, and it was based on a like a very similar experience you're talking about. Because yeah. it was it was during meditation that I was really an, I was training to be a life coach, so. I know you would understand this, Mark. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize, and it's it's a it's a path I'd like to kind of explore someday. I just I know that it wasn't now. Yeah. But what I didn't realize is tr- learning to be a life coach. You go through a life coaching process, like you get like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, as, as you're working with others and stuff like that. And yeah. I was huh. peeling back layer after layer, and they yeah. just kept going, and it was you know, faster than the first layer could heal, it was getting peeled back again.
3: Right. Mm. And
1: it was during that, like, really in-depth process that I was learning a lot about myself that yeah. during a meditation, I met up with the archangel Gabriel.
3: Wow. Oh, yeah?
1: And I have... I have, Well, have. I can't say have. I had zero interest in angels, archangels, or any of it. Oh, that's it. It wasn't... But suddenly you know, there's the image right in front of me and it's coming through like you were talking about.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and
1: wow. Over the next like few months, I, I asked all the questions I wanted to ask and wrote down Hi. the answers that were there oh, and it was awesome. just sort of, so, but this is a place where you can explain that and people would understand it.
3: Yeah. yeah. And almost nowhere else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I know what
1: you mean. Like it comes through somehow. Right. In some fashion, you know, and, yeah. and it, it, it just comes through in a very bold, blatant way sometimes.
4: And it comes through what I'm seeing is that I see it coming through in other people when they don't realize it. Like, Tammy, your oh, yeah. art is probably your path of least resistance for expressing oh. the universe. So like, <laughs> that's, well, that's that. why the college kids, when they see it and they connect to it, that's what they're connecting to. Not yeah. the colors that you put on the canvas, but the energy that you float into it. And real quick, Isabel, is that you? I saw somebody else join the call. Isabel, are you here? Hey, it's me. Yes, hi. Cool. Hey, Isabel. All right. So, Isabel, um, we have Tammy from Georgia, um, Eric, who is also from Georgia, and Mark
5: um, from
4: California on the round table. So, that's who all we have for everybody. Isabel, here too.
5: Well, Um, I wanted to jump in because, um, Kyla, I think you're channeling, like, have you gone to Kimberly's <laughs> page, Beings of Light? Yeah, because I have. she's I have. she's channeling archangels. So Eric, right. I think you were mentioning archangels, and I asked her a question because I'm not. I I think I'm getting answers, but I'm not channeling. I think I'm like just at a different place than you guys. Like I'm baby new. <laughs> So the the arch- oh, Ralph Raphael told me I was a light worker, and then I found another website because I'm a good researcher, mm. and I found Joshua, not Joshua, Joshua. Oh yeah. And the other couple is channeling.
3: Yeah.
4: Like
5: um, I, Joshua was Jesus when he walked on the earth.
4: Right. Astrid was just telling me about Joshua. Um. See that's the thing. I mean, I may be channeling. Channeling has I it's like the word tornado, Mark. I don't not that I think that there's yeah. something wrong with channeling, but I just don't feel like it fits what's happening with me even though it's the word that's easiest for people to understand, uh, I think. Okay.
3: But was okay. just
4: like for me, I am channeling seems like something supernatural. And what I'm doing feels super space natural. Like it feels very natural. You know, I don't feel like I'm, um, I, well, the ironic part
1: is, Josh says that we're all doing it all the time and that it's perfectly that's, natural.
4: Yeah. That's, and so that's, you exactly need to see about people
1: on stage doing it. Right. You
4: know? Yeah. Cause, and what they're doing, the purpose that they serve, like, you know, is to show us what's possible. So there's people like Gary, who's this really, like, he's perfect for what he's doing. He's perfect. He's confident and he's dynamic. And he like has no fear about getting up and just putting shit out there and being like, yeah, I'm probably right. You know? (laughs) And that's awesome because it gets, it paves the way for other people who might not have that same sense of confidence, you know, like if he was just in a place where he was very open and allowing and receptive to the information. And so now people are drawn to it and the people who are drawn to it are like one step away from accessing that information themselves mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. or whoever, whatever teacher they're drawn to, it's all the same base of information. Mm-hmm. The way that it's coming to each of us is whatever our path of least resistance is. And once we, like, that's the whole point of the one-on-one Gary said this from early on, that the point of the one-on-one is to reach a point where you answer your own question, you know, right, right. which is essentially yeah. learning to access it yourself. So you know, just practicing yeah. it so much and making it, like integrating that so much into your way of life that it just comes naturally and you don't need the, the mirror to reflect it back to you because you just have it.
3: Mm.
0: Um, That's good. I yeah. Oh,
3: absolutely.
0: Yeah, I would say that I wouldn't say in the past that I was a channeler, but I, I would say that I'm kind of opening my thoughts about that a little bit because, um, I've had moments of enlightenment, like Mm -hmm. during meditation or felt like I was electrified or, you know. And then times when things um, really, I guess things just really went well and I was feeling real euphoric or whatever. Um, But, yeah, and I ran across an artist just last week and that's what he does he channels people he draws what they whatever he sees and um you know so you run across people and you think wow that's really weird <laughs> but some of the faces i've been drawing all my life or or for the last few years in particular mm-hmm. i don't know where they come from oh
3: you know, interesting.
0: They... right so, you know an intuitive drawing or or yeah uh, you know getting in the flow, or however you want to say yeah. it. For me, but I really evil, like the word conduit. That feels
6: yeah. Conduit. Easy.
2: That's good. Lighter. That
6: feels
0: good. That feels right. Good, and, you know,
2: I mean, Abraham Hicks says, <coughs> when, we're, when we're feeling good, in the flow, ease, when we're happy, when we're just, then we're, we have that connection right there. That's our connection with our inner right. self. So, we, so you can have that 100 times a day, or, or 20 times, or maybe five times. But we can access that um, throughout the day. It's not on or off, really. It's like, it's not like, okay, one day or one period. It it could be many times during the day. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's a good point that it doesn't ever like close for the weekend or anything. Right. Yeah. It's available all the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. We might choose not to go there, but that doesn't mean it's not there.
2: When we're huh. in fear or, or anxiety, which right. is okay, too, so, because they're, they're with us then, too, but they're, we just don't have as much access to them. Right. You know, one way, the way I do it <clears throat> is, like, so today, so I go for an hour walk slash meditation. And so the first 20 minutes, I'll just kind of meditate about my thoughts, and then after that, I'll kind of I'll think of some of the stuff like I was telling um, Eric. I was telling Kyla and and um, Tammy earlier that I've been kind of dealing with with in my business, like the next step. I have some decisions to make. I'm not sure where, and I have some anxiety about it. And so, you know, so I dealt with that. I tapped that out. I I do tapping. And I tapped out that stuff, and then kind of tap it out, tap it out, and then I just kind of open up and say. To my millions, what or my inner self? What What would you like to tell me now? What What information do you have for me? And wow. then I just and then I just accept it, and I just kind of, you know, repeat it back, and mm. repeat it back. And so that's my form of of being a conduit, I guess. And yeah. and, I, and I and I do it more and more, and it, the more and more I do that, the clearer and better it gets. So that's my practice of doing it.
4: Right, that's powerful mm-hmm. practice. Sounds like.
2: Yeah, I enjoy it.
4: Does anybody else have a practice? I could use good examples of I don't have a regular meditation practice. I have ways that I enter that meditative state, but I don't have a routine with it. What about you, Isabel? Do you meditate? So
5: I heard about tapping. Um, I kind of looked into it. I heard about tapping. Um, I didn't research it completely. I never tried it. But what came across me because I'm a data IT girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: I'm all about the data, man. So there's this company called Heart Math, like mathematics and your heart. Right. And they study the brain waves in your heart, and they realize your heart communicates information throughout your whole system, and your brain is just basically the receiver.
3: So mm-hmm.
5: because I have a psych degree and I'm into psychology and blah 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 so I researched them and sure enough so there's this little device that you plug into your iPhone it's $120 it clips to your ear and it shows you when you go into high coherence mm. so you it gives a breathing app it breathes and then there's a few pictures and then it tells you to be thankful and grateful and then it literally helps you meditate because hmm. I needed data for me. Like I need right. to know, am I doing it right? I, I meditated, right. you know, for like a year prior, and I was listening to like guided meditations and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, I really need data.
3: Right.
5: <laughs> I need to see how my brain waves are doing because I've studied um, – there's all like there's uh beta brain waves and alpha brain waves and like when you knit you change your brain waves so brain waves guys it's just vibration everything when a wave is the frequency of the vibration so I want to measure my vibration of my brain does that yes. make sense yeah so heart yes. math measures my vibration of my brain and I can literally <laughs> see The wave, which looks like an EKG, if you ever look like at a, you know, somebody measuring the heart, you know, at a hospital, that's what it does. And so they figured, they they figured it out. And so now I can see my progress, how my meditation has really improved. And what I really like about it is that I meditate for three to five minutes a day. That's it.
3: Yeah. There you
5: go. And then I'm done. I love not know, <laughs> how, like, anything is possible. You
4: know, meditation, yeah. I feel it can look like uh, so many different things.
5: That's that's pretty
4: cool. Yeah, You found a way. Yeah. Right? I mean, because those are two ideas that kind of seem contradictory. You know, the idea of meditation, which is this esoteric, like, up in the clouds concept, and then the idea of pairing that with math or science, you know, and measuring what it's doing. Right. I, that's pretty cool.
1: The juxtaposition good stuff. Yeah. yeah There's what another about so, uh, that I listen uh, or, to. Oh, go ahead oh I just want Eric. I just wanted to mention this this uh podcast that I listen to the uh, the main the main guy on it. He uses his phrase all the time that I love, and he says that science and spirituality are doing a dance right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. just the way wow. he describes it that way it just you know yeah they're they're coming together in in interesting ways right,
5: mm-hmm.
3: yeah,
5: yeah, you'll have to send me that um uh, that was mark right. Yeah. yeah have to send me that. So, yes, yeah, send me that podcast. Look for me. Oh, I think
2: Isn't that, that Oh, Eric? no, 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 that was Eric. That was Eric. Yeah. Oh, Eric, yeah, Eric, <laughs>
3: look
2: for me. <laughs> Pretty easy to remember. Or, the name of it is, is Positive it. Heads.
3: Positive head. What is it? Positive
1: Head. Positive Head. Positive
3: Head.
1: Okay, <laughs> all right. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll include it on the – I'll add it to the, the thread. Friends, um do it. Dean, and I'm the kind the of person that I – I love meditating, but I only do it about once or twice a week. And sometimes I can get into it. And sometimes I can go super, super deep. Mm. Um, You know, I mean, just, and I'm like, why don't I do this all the time? But a lot of it's just finding time. Like you mentioned, Kyla, you know, between job and kids and everything else, you're like, I don't know why it's difficult to find a few minutes for yourself. You know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. What
1: I love is noticing Things like synchronicities mm-hmm. as, as yeah. just throughout the day. That kind of keeps right. me yeah. in the zone. That's yeah. Just because I have to do it, I have to tell you, I'm behind a car right now, and <laughs> I took a picture of it so I have proof. The license plate is 7444. <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, are you serious? <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: How do we know you didn't doctor that, Eric? Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just kidding. That kind of
1: stuff going on throughout the day, it's like, yes, I'm in yeah. the right spot. That's, yeah. yeah. right that's good. That's
2: a great meditation.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I would say I have a meditation practice, and that is, um, well, I've been taking yoga probably for five years, mm. mm-hmm. but I get up every morning, and Meditate, and, and a lot of times at night, you know, after or before I go to sleep, I might listen to something and, um, you know, it's all different kinds of things. And I go through guided meditation sometimes and sometimes it's just uh, like, I can't even say it, frequency meditations, I guess you could mm. say, like 528 or whatever, because... Mm. I've heard it, about that. I mean, the theory behind that is music and sound and smells, all of those things affect us, so um mm-hmm. I, but but I've been doing it for years and I've also done tapping, um mm. but I th- you know, I think our energy is really important and I would say that mm-hmm. exercise is probably the best thing for me. If I get wow. out in nature, and I go kayaking, or if I go, like he said, walking, or
3: yeah.
0: I go to the gym, that's when I get ideas. And I oh, get okay. two <laughs> like huh. thousands of them. <laughs> And oh, then wow. I say, I can't slow my mind down, so I do it because I have to slow my, my mind down. It uh-huh. goes like a million miles an hour. And then, um, but that is something I've been doing for years. So, really good. But I attached meanings to events, but I've tried to stop that because you know if I was let's say if I'm out in nature and I'm kayaking and a flock of birds come, it's like energy blowing around me, and I feel so wonderful, you know, but I might in the past, I might have attached the feeling to the event instead of me, like, mm. um, now I try to think of it as. You know, that's my my inner self or my inner oh, eyes. Right. Yeah, connecting like with things in a different way. So, I, I mean, I totally relate to what you're saying about your feelings and your emotions. And I, you know, I heard some of the tapes or the podcasts when y'all were filming, Kyla. And I would say you were real. You were extremely euphoric. <laughs> so, mm-hmm if you put a meaning to that, like, okay, I'm together with the people that I really care about and I'm having so much fun, but really it was all because of you.
4: Maybe oh you know, yeah.
0: I mean, that's, you that's be. what I felt. Like I was
4: having fun no matter who I was around. And there were times when I did, I mean, where I had a little bit of wobble, but I pushed, I mean, like when I left in the middle of the Joshua live, that was, hmm. yeah, a way of like, Connecting back to myself, I don't know, because, uh, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I totally felt like everything that I was experiencing was perfect, and everything was a reflection. I was recognizing that it was all a reflection of time. Like I was getting free things, like waiters would just show up and hand me mm-hmm. something, you know, or <laughs> offer me dessert to go when I was dipping out of dinner, and mm-hmm. just all of these things. And, yeah, it was those little synchronicities, and it felt like overload. <laughs> Almost mm. like I don't know, it was, yeah. yeah, but that's a good point to realize that everything is just a reflection of us, like so it's yeah. not, oh, now you love birds, and you can only feel good if you see a flock of birds, but you can feel good well, anywhere, and when you feel good, you know, things like that show up,
0: things yeah, up. yeah in in other words, well, and i'll I'll say uh, for instance um i was I was uh I got divorced, and I was dating this guy, and he really wasn't that great, but we had a lot of fun together. In other words, Mm -hmm. we would uh, go ride bikes and we would go walking and he was real athletic and we would go do active things all the time. So I might attach the fun to him.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm
0: even more fun, and the reason (laughs) that we were having fun is that he was with me (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) yeah meaning to something else
2: yeah good job
0: so uh you know i see that and so you know i can't i can't oh i'm really bad i've been really bad in the past about attaching meaning to things that had no meaning yeah (laughs) so to men You sound like you got it down now though. <laughs> Physical pleasure, let me just say things like that. You know, you yeah. Yeah. you can uh you know enjoy. I, I enjoy life a lot more alone. I didn't used to like to be alone, but now I like to be mm. alone more and uh but but I also like being around people. So mm-hmm. you know, gotta have a balance yeah. there. Yeah. And and fun, you know, going out and having fun, that's great. But for me, the way, cause I've,
4: I've found that too. Like I've caught myself, like throwing myself into people to sort of distract myself from myself. Um, Mm. (laughs) And so I've changed my motivation in doing that where I'm aware that even when I'm like, I see it now when I dive into other people, that's just diving into other versions of myself, but I could get the same thing from myself. I could get the Hmm. same thing staying at home that I could get going out to a party where all these people reflect back to me how wonderful I am. I Hmm. could get the same thing sitting on my bed telling myself how wonderful I am.
0: Wow, really So now
4: when I'm putting myself out with other people, it's because being with other people feels like my highest joy in that moment and not coming from a place of I don't want to be by myself kind of Oh, very
2: good. Um, so you don't have
1: that dependency type of thing, right?
4: Or, yeah, right.
1: Oh, you step away from that need for people, and that's it's a wonderful. Yeah. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: people don't like it because you tend to step away from people in the process. Right. Yeah. It really yeah. it really upsets and disturbs people because you're comfortable on your own and
4: right. They yeah.
1: Kind of they sort of liked being needed. You know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. How do you
4: how have you dealt with that, Eric? Because I'm experiencing that. I feel like all over the place. Like,
1: do you just? It's, I don't, know. I don't. I don't know exactly because
3: yeah.
1: my biggest my biggest difficulty where I run into it is that I have a wife and kids. I have those mm-hmm. labels of being husband and dad, right. You know, And right, there are times where I don't know it. I, I want to be um by myself, but I also mm-hmm. want to spend time with my kids, right? You know, so it's kind of a it's a stretch, and and I have to be careful and make sure that I I make time for myself so that.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: When I
1: do spend time with my kids, it's because I want to be with them,
4: exactly. not because I feel like it's
1: an obligation. Right. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've got at least one day a week where I'm actually on my way there now. I've, I've got a, one of the meetings that I like to go to, and it's all about spiritual and kind of opening up your intuition. And, mm. you know, and it's like I go there instead of going home. So I'm not mm. spending time with my family and my, my kids and all that kind of stuff in the evening. It's just for me. And and I just need that. I need to know that I'm. My wife hates the term like the self love, but it is Uh, what I do for me, you know? So I don't mind so much the rest of the week doing what everybody else wants to do. Right. As long as I I, have. When when there's something I want to do, I do it.
2: And you know what? That's your gift gift to your family as well. Because if you're you're, you're not getting that me time, then you're not being, you know, then. But when you do get that me time, then you're connecting more and you're feeling good. And then, then you got more for your family to offer mm-hmm. for your family. So that's oh, a gift yeah. for them, too.
1: Yeah. It's that, yeah. That's that funny thing about the whole selfish. You hear it a lot. You know I mean? Yeah. comes up mm-hmm. in, in not just Joshua, yeah. you know, talking, but in a lot of places where, you know, right. people don't grasp the fact that the best thing you can bring into the room is the best you. Exactly. You know, so whatever you need to do to do that. It's not selfish. It's for everybody else, you know. <laughs> but it's it's we're it's. I hate to call it like a problem. I see where we're going and I see where we are. Mhm.
3: Society-wise,
1: what people expect, religion, all those things that kind of they want mm-hmm. you to be selfless. You know, yeah. I I struggle mm-hmm. sometimes where a lot of uh, I guess gurus or you know very intuitive people they talk about service. You know, that one Uh of the best things you can do to find your own purpose is to find a way to serve. And Uh when you're you're nine to, you know, when you're a 24-7 family person, you feel like you serve all the time. Mm. (laughs) Uh It's kind of like, no, I want to serve me for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I
0: did. I did social work. That's all I did was serve. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I had two children, two stepchildren. I have a lot of grandchildren. I um, I served people at work. I, You know, I just felt like I was living for everybody. But mm-hmm. um, And I hear people. I go to the gym, which is $30 a month. And I hear people. I have people say to me all the time, are you on your way to the gym? You're dressed like you're going to the gym. Yeah. And I say, yeah, you should go. Oh, I can't afford it. <laughs> And I say how how can you not afford to go to the gym? I mm-hmm. mean if it's a dollar a day, what is $30? It's nothing. But I'm saying they put their they put these rules on themselves like I I can't yeah. afford that or mm-hmm. it's not just the money, it's the time because everybody has a dollar a day unless you just don't yeah. have a job. I mean everybody has a dollar a day, I think. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, if you just do without a Coke, I mean, that's it. You can do it. But it's not the money, it's the time. It's for its boats. Or it's the yeah. worthiness.
2: It's, the, it's how, you know, how much you right. feel you're worthy to spend that money on yourself.
4: Yeah. Or maybe yeah. for some that's people strange. it's not the gym, but it's like a pedicure or just some way, doing something oh, yeah. that feels yeah. that's that's good, good for them example. just because it's good, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I can't afford that. $20. <laughs> I can afford to get the
3: done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there was, to me, there's, like, a couple so, things right? wrapped up in there. Yeah, that's what I was just okay. going to say. There's, you're not worth $30 a month to, mm-hmm. you know. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. some people, they say they want to go to the gym. They really don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> All right.
0: I mean, not, I mean, working out is not for everyone. It's not. Right. I
1: mean,
0: and you don't have to go to a gym to work out. You can walk or you can
1: – Oh, I know. Right? That's, that's – I can't stand being in a gym. I have to be out <laughs> if I'm going to go for right. a jog or yeah. – yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I agree. I, you know, outdoor activities are my favorite, probably. But right. Uh, it, it's it's just you Good. know yoga. I do better when I go to a place and people tell right. me what to do. And we'll go back to authenticity oh, yeah. now. Why can't yeah. I figure out how to do this without someone telling me how to do it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I
4: don't well, know. Maybe the authentic. Maybe there are other things that you get out of it too, like sort of giving up. Control and like just being able to be led, you know. Like there's mm-hmm. value in that too. I don't know that. So mm-hmm. that could be a version of. And yeah, you the word. I
1: was just about to say the same thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, It's like <laughs> okay. trusting okay. that you'll be
1: led to the right teacher and the right exercises. Right, and the right. I've had really
0: great teachers, and, uh, yeah. and a couple of a couple of more yoga teachers, and you know, but meditation. I think I think that's probably the thing I like the best about it is not. Getting in there and doing anything—it's just mm-hmm. being in a group, having fun, and right. know, they like candles. Yeah. And but at the end, we stop all activity, and that's what that's what the teacher says often. She's like, "Oh well, this is the hardest part—stopping your brain, <laughs> your mind." Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this was the hardest part. Laying in the floor is the easiest part to me. But, <laughs> uh, meditation is not—I mean, it's just not what it's not for everyone either. And meditation yeah. drives some people crazy. So they're
1: yeah. like, "Oh no, I can't do that." Mm-mm. No way. <laughs> so, hmm. You know, you know what I I notice, and and I think Mark, you'll probably see some of this from from your coaching practice. There's a lot of people who are sort of afraid of meditation.
3: Yeah. They yeah. really
1: they really don't want to meet the person on the inside. Like they're just right. a little scared to to go there. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's that. There's
2: definitely that, and then there's a, there's also like they'll try it, and then they they I can't stop my mind until so they quit like this is hard yeah. it's not for, it's not for me and then, right. and then I just and then what I try to when I'm telling uh, when they ask me about it, I just say, what you do is uh, well it's hard for everybody it's hard for, mm. so it's not like there's not a per a kind of person who's a meditation type and then and then you might say, <laughs> well, I'm not that type of a person, so that's the first thing, and then the second thing is just start small, like two minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And and it's okay Mm -hmm. if your mind wanders, and that's normal. And it's like, again, it's the the muscle that you practice, and you just get better and better at it. And then what did you say, Colin, once to me as far? I think you said, I think it was you who said, the practice of meditation, it's not something that you can look at as far as progress. Like, okay, it's a very, if you're looking at it for progress, it's a very slow thing to, to quiet your mind that way like it's a like it's a practice if you think of it as a practice I'm just going right. to do it and I get my get my time in and then instead of measuring okay how awful I was or how much was right quiet my mind, yeah
4: <laughs> that was a lot of what came up for me um was this feeling that I wasn't good at it you know and so I didn't <laughs> want to do something that I wasn't good at and that's a theme that's been coming up in a lot of areas I, I can tell whatever themes I need to be focusing on by whatever I'm like telling my kids to do, <laughs> like, however <laughs> I'm trying to make them be.
3: Because my
4: kid was getting really mad because he couldn't do this trick on his scooter. And I said, uh-huh. all those guys on those YouTube videos, they got that good by practicing. So it's okay. You don't have to be good at it in the beginning. You just practice. You just keep doing it and don't attach anything to how good you are at it. And he's five. Very so good. like, shut up, Mom. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> shut up, Mom. But, yeah, so that's. That's how I try well, we, to have tried to
1: approach meditation. But, yeah. So. It's funny though, we see I see it in my kids a lot and I know I feel it sometimes. There's always that desire to kind of come across something and just sort of be a natural. Like right. oh I've never right. played a piano before and I just tried it one day and oh right. yes, I just whipped out Mozart. I wasn't even trying. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we have this like love affair with this idea of being able to just find something, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure.
4: I think that's and an idea that's it. been Right. I think that's an idea that's been presented a lot or people are sort of glorified for being exceptional at one thing. But like in Joshua's answer to Deborah Joe about her bouncing from passion to passion. That's how I've always been. I pursue something until I get good at it. And then I move on to something else. I've never been great at any or, you know, I've never felt like I was just a natural or just great at any one thing. And now Mm -hmm. I've seen the value in that. I somebody, maybe Jeanette Ma's um, some of her stuff the Goodbye blog and Goodbye University. And there, one of her emails maybe, she said something about the value of the B team. So there's the A team, which is the starters, you know, with the one person who's really good at shooting, I don't know, from the, like, three-point shots or whatever. And there's one person who's really good at blocking. And then there's the B team who comes in, who's all the people who are really versatile and really good at everything. Mm. And they set up certain things, and they, like, I don't know, serve all these purposes and... B isn't any less than A, you know, they both serve right. their purpose. And so that's how yeah. I kind of feel. But uh, yeah, I totally know what you mean, Mark, not Mark, Eric, about
3: like the <laughs> desire to
4: just be naturally <laughs> talented at something. Wouldn't that be nice mm-hmm. if we,
3: everything's <laughs> easily. Yeah. <could be> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah. Perfectionism will get you in trouble. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well,
0: I'm not perfect at anything, but I think when I learned to meditate, it was with a lot of people, and everybody mm-hmm. was doing it, so it was easy, mm-hmm. right? Now, would I say oh, I'm good yeah? At group it? meditation I, is
1: awesome. I, yeah, I don't know is. that
0: I would. I don't know that I am. I mean, I you know, I think it took me years to get to get right. better at it, right? But I'm still not always good at it because yeah. I I tend to listen to um, guided meditations, and so. You know, to me, I think now I try to focus on some without any words, like, you know, mm. why am I such another other people's thoughts?
1: Mm. Why can't I take the
3: all...
1: mm. Yeah. I think the other mm. funny thing about meditation that sort of throws people is that there's sort of no purpose to it <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. So we, we do things in order to do other things. You know, I make money to go yeah. shopping and I drive to go to work. I don't drive just right. to drive. You know, yeah. Why? it's like, well, mm. I meditate. Well, why? <laughs> <'Cause>. So <what laughs> Joshua said about
4: that. It's like, is to practice controlling the flow of thought, but that's the purpose of meditation. Yeah. That's the reason why to just get to a place where you can control the flow of thought. So right. that helps me too. And like not feeling like I'm bad at meditation because I don't meditate for the same time for 15 minutes every day. Um, but I can see where there has been improvement in controlling the flow of my thoughts. So mm-hmm. I don't, my mom asked me about meditation the other day and why I did it, why I thought it was a good thing, and she doesn't really know anything about it. But I said it's like prayer in that when I was little and I used to pray, for that period of time that I was praying, I was focused on this conversation that I was having with God. And if other thoughts mm-hmm. or worries started to creep their way in, I would push them back out because I was having this conversation. And oh, wow. so <laughs> excuse me that's good um so to me i guess that's what the purpose of meditation
1: is that actually makes a lot of sense a lot of people define yeah. meditation not as like having a blank mind but it's focusing on one thing you know right. yeah they, right. use, they use breathing you know you're focusing mm-hmm. on your breathing it is one thing so if you're yeah. focusing on that conversation you were meditating <laughs> right
3: yeah,
2: yeah because yeah. you know the way abraham describes it is you know, because if, you know, if you have that chitter chatter of your mind and your mind mm-hmm. basically wants to control things and, and make sure that, we're, you know, it's, in, it's almost always past step one, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then quieting your mind, quieting that chitter chatter. And like you said, Eric, focusing on one thing, the breath or a light or the hum in the room or, or praying, then you're just, then the chitter chatter stops or as much at least slows mm-hmm. down. And then you can create that co- connection again with with yeah. the inner yeah.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah. That's
6: good stuff. Hello, good oh, okay. hello. Hey. Hello? Right Hi.
5: Hello. <laughs> Who is that?
6: There. Genevieve. Oh, hey Genevieve. Hey. <laughs> That's so Hi. funny that I come in on meditation like. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah. that You're your just thing? talking about how
1: it's not some people's thing. Yeah.
6: <laughs> it's totally my thing. And i like, so I, I, I teach sexuality and like health and stuff. And like I'm sneaking in meditation in my classes lately. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> <keep
6: Nice>.
2: <laughs> so how do you yeah. describe it? And what, what do you, how do you say that, you know, what's the benefit of meditation? What do you say? To yeah. slow People. down
6: your thoughts and to allow yeah. inspiration mm.
2: okay. to
6: receive, yeah. Because if you're always kind of thinking and planning, you it, you tend not to allow things to to come. I right. mean, um, if you're yeah. like you, if you analyze each thought and really think about it, then you know, oh, this is coming because I'm hungry, or this is coming because it really made me mad, or you know, mm-hmm.
3: like,
6: you can separate thoughts into what is. What's helpful and what is not helpful um, right
4: what yeah. yeah, I like that what's coming but, from love uh, and what's coming from fear,
6: yeah, but mm. a lot of the the groups that I work with they like today, for instance i did I did a class at uh, battered women's shelter, and so for these women, just sitting there for a little while is so relieving for them. It's like, oh you know they don't mm. get that 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 release, they don't get that. Right. Time just to relax as much. And so for
2: them,
6: they just love it. They eat it up. Mm. Awesome. So it's
2: like, yeah, I'm like, oh, let's do some more. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a nice it's gift you provide for them. Yeah.
1: You mentioned yeah. slowing down, Genevieve, and it's funny because I, I just had an image in my mind I was just thinking about, maybe it was a download. We'll call it that. No.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know how they – they often, like, Abraham and Joshua, a lot of times they use the analogy of the brain as really more of a receiver, like a radio receiver than anything mm-hmm.
3: else. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I'm imagining switching the channels on a radio so fast that you never really hear but more than a couple seconds of any song.
3: Oh.
1: And the idea of, oh, kind of wow. slowing down on a channel to, like, hear right. what it... You know, just kind of tune into it's one for a little while. You can change it, it, but...
6: Exactly. Right. I mean, you know, that they actually... Uh, so Abraham Hex. Yeah. Um yeah. So Yogananda, I'm gonna go to Yogananda real quick. He came to the West and the way he explained meditation uh to people in the West was in the sense like science. And so one of his ways to explain it was exactly that. Like you turn the radio receiver and you're like tuning into a specific channel that you're mm-hmm. seeing. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly. Hmm.
1: I didn't know that. <laughs> no. yeah.
6: I love he it. Had to ex- all like, with, yeah, he, he had to explain things in a way that weren't so foreign. And so he used science because the U.S. is very, like, science-driven. He, that was his right. platform. This is science. And people are like, uh, yeah. that, that's how we got modern yoga in, in, in the U.S., was from that. Hmm. Was oh, wow. Pilgrim in that.
1: That's cool. I have heard that about him. I just, I don't know much history, but no, I love being able to find an analogy for things that really, you watch the dawning happen in somebody's eyes when they go like, oh, that, that makes yeah. sense to me, you know? <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. It was the only way that, that a country of mainly white people were going to accept somebody
3: <laughs>
6: so, brown. <laughs> so brown and different looking was like, oh, but yep. it's about it's about
3: science.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Deepak Chopra started that way, too, just marrying the Eastern and Western, mm-hmm.
3: you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: like, we're all one. So it yeah. It makes sense. Like, we're all, we're all one. Um,
6: mm-hmm. and I, I And I think meditation, I envision it becoming so much bigger in this country, too. mm
3: mm-hmm. I like think mm-hmm.
6: Doctor says kind of the spiritual awakening and
3: we're mm-hmm.
6: on the earth, it, I think meditation is going to be uh, really a yeah. good component of that. And there's large movements to start putting it in schools, and um, and, and it's growing. So
3: I just yeah, saw I an article. I,
4: that, yeah. of, I just saw an article about it being implemented in certain prisons and how they were having really positive like um, wow. feedback about how, from the inmates. And then like, I don't know how long term the study was, how long they've been doing it, but recidivism rates, you know, people going back to jail from people who had participated oh, wow. in the program, they'd gone down or, you know, they weren't as likely to return if they had participated in that program. So
2: I agree. Cool. I hope you're,
4: you know, I hope that's the direction it's <laughs> gone.
2: Uh, Did we lose Isabel? We lost Isabel, huh?
4: Isabel, Isabel are you here? I've, I noticed I hadn't heard from her in a while. It sounds like she's logged into the call, um, mm-hmm. but I probably have to ought to go because my yeah. kids are coming back in a little bit. Um, so, thank you all for coming. This was a wonderful conversation.
1: I love it. Thanks, Thank yeah.
3: Thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so cool talking nice. with <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> 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 I <Right
3: now. laughs> <so> <laughs> you guys. I don't know.
4: I'm just like sitting in my bed. My room's mess, and I haven't showered. And uh, so yeah, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait till so you guys meet her
2: in person. It's even better. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, the land cruise. Are you guys
4: going on a land cruise? Anybody? I am. Yeah. Yes,
5: I am.
1: Oh wow. Good.
4: Good. good. Yeah. I have no
1: idea yet. All
4: right. Well, yeah. well, we
1: hope we hope it happens.
4: Yeah, that'll be uh, fun. All right, cool. I got to get wow. over the uh,
1: over the, the the financial hump. <laughs> oh, yeah,
4: I hear, ya. Yeah. I, I
1: hear with, you. I with
3: the
4: first cruise, uh, Gary just like asked me whenever they started getting real about doing it. Hey, are you going? This is on a roundtable or something. I was like, Yeah, sure, I'm going. And I had no idea how it was going to happen, but things did just kind <laughs> of fall awesome. into place. So that's how I feel about this one too. Sure,
3: yeah, I'll be
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <on>. right. <laughs> oh, for me, but, it's, it's that role of uh, you know you know, spare money like that goes to my family. You know, I can't do yeah. that just for me. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I live those... close enough I can drive so there's there not you a go. cost there. You know? Right. Not yeah. that I've <laughs> already considered that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> just keep looking at those beliefs, man. I'm yeah, I'm <laughs> having to do it too. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Um I don't do Tuesdays work good for you? I I kind of just post Calls whenever, so I know there's not much consistency to it. But the next time I feel inspired, I'll post a call, <laughs> and hopefully we'll all it's meet again. Fine for me. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. five time is good as well. Five talk,
3: talk, okay. kind of in between.
6: All right.
3: Yeah.
4: Cool. Bye. All right. Well, I will talk to you all the next time I talk to you. Then we will all meet again. All right.
3: Uh, all right. All all right. Bye. You Have a all good right. one. Yeah. Sure. All. Bye, everybody. <laughs> all right. Bye. Yeah. Okay, so who's, oh, it's over?